What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the show. Zach Fisher here. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. My hope and my prayers are that you just get something out of this that can help you in some way, shape, or form, or maybe you could share this with somebody who will help them in some way, shape, or form. If you are a returning listener, I cannot thank you enough for the support and the love that you guys have given me. I am beyond grateful. We got a great show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about Matthew uh, chapter 9, 10 through 13, as well as Matthew 12, 31. There's a couple verses in here that I really love and I want to share with you guys. We're also going to be continuing into chapter 2 and 3 of the book, If. So let's get this thing going. All right, so I was hanging with a couple friends the other night, and uh, two of the three of them are not Christians. And before you ask me why, I'll just answer it with a simple Bible verse. Matthew chapter 9, 10 through 13. You see, in it, Jesus is at Matthew's house, and he's eating, and he decides he wants to eat with the sinners and the uh, tax collectors. And the Pharisees see this, and they confront him, and they ask him why he's doing that. And he says, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. See, that is what I'm saying. That is why I hang with the secular people. Because I believe that a lot of us need to show love to everyone and not just hoard it for our own church. Like he said, it's not the healthy who need the doctors. It's the sick. And what's sad is when I'm talking to my friend, my friend asked me a lot about my faith. And I said, you know, I just believe God is love. And he called me a liar. He said, if that's the truth, why does the church hate and why does the church label? And I looked at him and I was like, and I was about to get angry, but then I stopped and I thought for a minute. And the book clarifies this thought. He has a point. I'm not hating against the church. Do not get me wrong. But what I am saying is some things need to change. You know, they make it a point to slap like a scarlet letter on our chests when we walk in the door. You know the scarlet letter. The lady commits adultery, she gets an A on her chest for the rest of her life, and that's how she's labeled. Same thing happens with the church. They slap an A for adultery, a D for divorce, a G for gay, or in my case, a C for Catholic. See, I was raised Catholic from the age of five till I got into high school. And when I got into high school, I said, I'm going to go try a non-denominational church because I hear they got electric guitars and drums and oh, I'm going to rock out. I got there. I loved worship. I decided I was going to go to a Christian college. When I got to the Christian college, they found out I was a Catholic and they tried to force me to be rebaptized because their exact words were, you're not a true Christian. Who says that to a fellow brother and sister of Christ? Who says that? So, so here's the thing. You know, we can go after the church all we want, but I think a lot of us also need to point the finger back at us. You know, the book, in, If, in chapter 2, it talks about uh, how a lot of us are held hostage by one, two, maybe three mistakes that we've made in the past. We slap those own, our own scarlet letters on our own chest, and we label ourselves. And what we don't understand is that even though we're def we define ourselves by the things we've done wrong, we should define ourselves based on the things God has done right. We shouldn't define ourselves off of the hurtful things that people have done to us. We should define ourselves off the things that God has done for us. Just understand, God is there. God is waiting for us to rip those scarlet letters off of our chest and go to him. Because he left every one of those letters, every one of those sins up on that cross with his son. His only son. He left him up there. Guys, I'm going to wrap this up, but I want to make one more point. When I say hang with the secular world, I don't mean partake in their activities, but I do mean be a voice of God in this world. 
See, I'll get to a little story and then we'll wrap it up. I was in Dallas airport on my way back home. This homeless man came over and he sat down next to me and he said, can we talk? I said, I don't have any money, but thank you. And he said, no, I don't want any money. I just want to talk. I saw you were reading the Bible. Are you a Christian man? I said, yes, I am. He said, well, can I talk to you about something? He said, I don't know if I believe in God. And I said, why? And 45 minutes later, I'm hanging on every one of this man's words. And he's telling me about drugs, alcohol abuse, jail, how he left his wife and his kids, and he hadn't talked to him for 15 years. And I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to this man. I can see the pain in his eyes, and he says to me, he says, I don't know if I can confront them ever again. I've done so much bad. How could someone love me? And I said, he left his son on that cross with your sins. He loves you. And he goes, but what about my wife and kids? And I said, they love you. You're their father. You're their husband. They love you. And he said, I don't know what to do. And I said, can we pray? And he said, yeah. So we prayed. And after we were done, I looked at him and I said, you'll know what to do. And he said, I already know. I need to call him. And I said, yes, you do. And he goes, my name's, I think his name was Boxing Joe. And I was like, nice to meet you, Boxing Joe. And he said, thank you so much. I turned around to answer a call from my mom. When I turned back, he was gone. Not a backpack, not a piece of clothing, nothing. Gone. I looked around, gone. He vanished. You tell me that wasn't God. Here's the one thing I'm going to say, folks, and I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. The one thing I will say to wrap this up is just think. What scarlet letters are you putting on your chests? Rip them off. Understand God is there for you. I love you all. Thank you so much, and God bless. David Dixon here, my anchor intro. I just wanted to uh, introduce myself a little bit because I found you while listening to somebody else's station. If you're not familiar with ours, uh, the station is basically helping you to get connected with the rest of the anchor community to get your voice out there so uh, other people can hear it and also for you to find other stations with like mine to connect with so if you get a chance uh, check out one of our past episodes it's titled introduction it'll kind of give you a good idea of what we're about and man i the reason i'm calling is i'd love for you to come on and introduce your station on my anchor intro there's a certain way that we do it so if you uh, if you'd like to do that go back to that past episode like i said it's titled introduction it can give you an idea and uh hope to hear from you soon thanks man the zach fisher show this is jesse ray calling in from temp radio just to say thank you for the favorite i appreciate the love and support and you know that you have mine as well so keep up the hard work